Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip Podcast. We're cutting into the feed for a, well, I mean, some late-breaking news that just happened yesterday. Ghostbusters Afterlife is moving to June of 2021. It's okay. Take a few deep breaths. Everything's going to be okay. But uh, I've got uh, a little bit of news about it. We're going to talk about what's been going on with the film. Stay tuned. Here we go. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! All right. Hey there, everybody. It's, uh, it's me, Troy. I'm by myself again. Uh, this is kind of like a impromptu whiskey talk, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we have some very important breaking news that just happened. And uh, Chris, uh, God love him, has been working feverishly on the WGBI Halloween mix that he does every year. And uh, so we were actually dark this week. Uh, the, true to form, the week that we decide that we're not going to be recording, uh, that's when this uh, bombshell news drops. That's just how it always is. If you have been tuning into the Crossrip since day one, you know that's how it always goes. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm here by myself. Chris is not joining me. He is, uh, as I say, working on that uh, episode. But we are here to talk about the uh, topic that is on everybody's minds right now, and that is that the moon is haunted. That's right. NASA has confirmed that. The- no, I'm just kidding. We're here to talk about Quibi. Not talking about Quibi either. No. Uh, we're here to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife having moved its release date to June 11th, 2021. Uh, and again, not that surprising. Uh, again, for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for quite some time, uh, Chris and I for the last, I don't know, four episodes have been talking about this being an inevitable uh, scenario. We know that they're going to move this movie uh, because it it does not look likely that movie theaters will be opening anytime soon, uh, let alone in March, which is what they had been planning for. Um, so it's not entirely shocking, not entirely surprising. I feel like uh, when I saw the news this morning, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then when I also saw the news, I knew that Craig Goldberg, who uh, called it, he said as soon as Jurassic World uh, Dominion vacated that spot in June, he's like, that's the date they're going to take. They're going to take that June date. So uh, so there it is. Uh, the date has moved. And what does that mean for us? Well, not much, really. I mean, we've been talking about how we thought that this this date was going to move. Um, and and I think that it's, it's probably best for everybody involved. It's best for all of us as fans so that there's more of an opportunity for possibly you know, somewhat uh, of an opportunity to turn this this boat around and and open some more movie theaters, or hopefully we can get to a point where people have started, um, you know, paying attention to things and we're we're starting to slow the spread of of the the virus that's going around right now. Um, you know, I, again, 
it's a Ghostbusters movie, so we got to put things in, in perspective and priority. Um, and I, I see a lot of people out there that are angry and frustrated and sad. And I, I believe me, I am choked up. No, I'm not choked up. <laughs> Just swallowing. <laughs> but no, I mean, I am, I am as disappointed as, as I'm sure you all are because I was looking forward to this film. I wanted this film to come out. Um, you know, in in July of this year, like man, I, the fact that we are entering what should have been the home entertainment window for Ghostbusters Afterlife now, and we still haven't seen the movie, we haven't we haven't seen the second trailer yet, um, and it's all because of this pandemic. It's just unbelievably depressing. Um, but again, at the same time, that is what's happening right now, and uh, we have to put everything in perspective. We have to put everything in prioritization uh, of of our lives and uh, keeping people safe and keeping people healthy. Um, which should always be the priority. So I, I don't want them to put this movie out and endanger people. And we've talked about that until we're blue in the faces on this podcast. So um, so that's, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, so what does that mean for the production then? Because last week we were talking about how they were doing scoring on the Sony Pictures lot. Uh, they were working on the film score uh, with Rob Simonson and Peter Bernstein. And uh, the cool thing is that they continued working on that scoring. They worked on, you know, uh, uh, if you didn't tune into the Eagle Moss episode, those are very lengthy episodes, so I don't blame you. Um, But they had to, because of the new COVID restrictions, they had to operate under very limited uh, capacity. So uh, strings sections had to play in groups of probably like 15 or 20 because they had to spread out uh, across the soundstage six feet apart. Um, and then when the horns came in, as you can imagine, when you are uh, a trumpet player, a tuba player, a, a trombone player, uh, you're blowing, you're expelling air at people uh, into the air. Uh, so uh, I saw that there was a photo of the horn section on um, one of the sound uh, engineers Instagrams and it looked like maybe there were four or five horns there. So they were having to do things piecemeal. Um, but I'm sure they're getting it done. Uh, I, I'm sure that they're doing everything uh, unbelievably uh, as efficiently as they possibly can and accurately to uh, what the the tone is that Jason Reitman wants for this film because I'm sure he has a very specific vision uh, in mind of how the score will sort of tie into the original Ghostbusters or possibly even Ghostbusters 2. Um, P- Peter Bernstein being there in some capacity uh, is indicative of what I'm sure is in store for us. So, um, so and, and then, oh, I mean, we were talking about the scoring and then mere days later, uh, there's, there's two things that happened. Uh, they were doing a sound mix, a final sound uh, dubbing session in a very lovely theater on the Sony pictures lot. Um, and that's usually when you're listening to either reels of the film down or the entirety of the film down and, and kind of sweetening the mix just a little bit. Um, or even going through step-by-step and stopping down once you hear something. Um, it's, I love being on the dub stage. It's one of the things that I love the most about the, the process. And I was extremely jealous of that. And then just yesterday, happy birthday, Jason Reitman. On Jason Reitman's birthday, he was at Company 3, which is in Santa Monica, um, working on the picture, uh, the color grade of the film. So uh, Company 3 is a very famous company uh, that does nothing but post-production, digital intermediate, uh, color grading, color correction. Um, they're, They're sort of like the last step for a movie. And Company 3 is like, I wanna say it's like Michael Bay, Peter Berg, and Jerry Bruckheimer. I'm trying, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, this is off the top of my head, but, um, it's, it's a lot of big power players uh, in Hollywood that put together this, this facility because that's where they wanted to finish their films at a, a high grade, um, high quality, um, picture studio. And 
Ghostbusters Afterlife is finishing there. So Jason Reitman celebrated his birthday, probably watching down as he was doing with the the dub stage with the sound, watching down reels or the entirety of the film at Company Three and giving his notes on the color correction and um, changing this the you know horrible green background into something a lot better um, <laughs> instead of a weird green void. That that only makes sense to the people that are watching the video version of this podcast. But uh, so uh, yeah, I mean it's it's cool. They're still working on the film. They're still not stopping. They're not going to stop down again. Um, and and that makes sense. Just take advantage of the time while you have it. Get stuff done. And again, speaking of having that time, you know, this is giving them that extra little bit. You know, the fact that uh, scoring and sound mix and and color correction is all happening in late October. Um, gives you a sense of of what they were kind of up against when they were trying to 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 deliver the film in July of this year. So, you know, because of the COVID restrictions, because of everybody having to either uh, slow down production or completely stop production or post production, it uh, it it impacted them greatly. It got to the point where they probably would not have finished the film by July. So I, I think it made sense for all of us as audience members, but it also made sense for the the production to to delay. So delaying now to uh the date traditionally that has been a ghostbusters release date uh you know june june 8th june 16th right was ghostbusters 2 i'm looking into the camera and nobody's gonna tell me that's for sure hey hey, cheers everybody um but yeah it's it's a it's a very it's a date that's synonymous with ghostbusters so that's kind of cool i know for all of the people that were disappointed there is a little bit of, of sentimentality there to to now know that the movies have all kind of come at the same point in time. Uh, that that same release week, uh, that same release window uh, will now have been Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and for all intents and purposes, Ghostbusters 3's release date. Uh, so I'm, again, I'm not really surprised. I'm sure everybody's tuning into this to watch me completely break down on camera. And I solicited uh, questions uh, from you guys out there and our, our good friend, uh, JD Amats, uh, out there on Twitter said, uh, what's, what's uh, something that somebody has said to you, uh, that's made you proud or feel good about yourself. And I was like, oh man, you're just trying to make me cry on the air, aren't you? <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, guys, the, the, between the pandemic, uh, the election, if you're here in, uh, in the States, um, and just the, the general fever pitch that everything is at right now, um, it's, it's a lot. And I know that a lot of people are struggling with it. I saw in the comment section, especially you know on, on my Instagram, actually, uh, just today, that um, a, a very good listener who I will not call out uh, by name you know, is, is kind of kind of struggling with this. Like, man, that was the light at the end of the tunnel for me. And the light just moved another couple of months. Like the fact that the finish line was kind of in sight and is now moving on me. Like, that's not cool, man. I'm not really, I'm not really into that. And, uh, and I know that it's tough. I know that because we've been looking forward to this film for 30 some years, I know that because then this film kind of dropped out of nowhere and looked like the gift that we have always wanted, uh, it, it became, it became that, 
that spark. It became that energy. And I know for us running a Ghostbusters podcast um, for, for five years and running here, that was our, I was like, oh my God, we're going to have a new movie to talk about. And I'm sure that this is going to be filled with Easter eggs and all sorts of crazy cool stuff that we're going to be talking about for months, uh, years to come. Uh, and that hasn't happened yet. And I know that there is a certain sense of like the wind being taken out of your sails. Um, so I, I, I feel, I feel everybody's pain, uh, there. So it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's tough. It's on one hand, I want to see this film as soon as humanly possible. And I'm sure all of you out there that are listening to this, you agree, you want to see this film. On the other hand, I can wait. Like we have waited for uh, far too long after so many false alarms, after so many false starts, after so many things that we thought were going to get going, so many Dan Aykroyd appearances where he said, oh, we're going to get started in the spring. And that was like 1999. You know, <laughs> we've, we've all been waiting for this film for, for so long uh, that it, it also just sort of like, what's another couple months? What's, what's another eight months? What's, what's another six months? What's another year? Uh, okay, it's coming out in 2022 which let's be completely real and completely honest with each other. That is still feasible at this point. Like that, that June date is not cemented in stone. Um, you know, even the variety article that I was reading, um, you know, variety being the, the trade that everybody in the industry uses besides, you know, Hollywood reporter, um, that was a different time. I'm not going to go off on a tangent about having to read the trades. Anybody out there that uh, paid your dues in Hollywood, do you remember that you had to read the trades every single morning, cover to cover, so that you knew what you were talking about every day? And now it's like, well, I, I looked on Deadline, I looked on Slash Film, I read The Hollywood Reporter, I read Variety, uh, I checked Apple News, uh, I logged into Twitter and I saw 15 things were trending. It's a, it's a whole mess. But anyway, that's a tangent I don't need to get into. But I read you know, in the Variety article that they are still expecting the movie to release in June of 2021. So, so the fact that they're even adding this modifier, uh, saying that they expect the movie to come out in, in June of 2021 still leads me to believe that they're making this up as we go too. like, we're everybody around the world is just making all this shit up as we go. And <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, it's we we can we can talk about uh, maybe things will be better in March. We can talk about things maybe better in June. We can talk about things maybe better in 2022. I know there are a lot of people that are thinking it's going to take two or three years for us to get back to somewhat what we remember to be normal life, and uh, I know that that, uh, that puts a little, a little lump in my chest, uh, because that is quite a ways away, uh, for all of us out there that have been doing this now for, you know, 217 days. Where am I at as we record this? Uh, it's, it's been difficult and all, everybody out there is, is either struggling to make ends meet financially. Uh, maybe you've lost your jobs. Uh, maybe you've had your hours reduced. Maybe you've been furloughed. Um, I know a lot of people that, that work at, at Disneyland who have just been sitting watching the news. Um, and, and they love their job so much that they hate to go find another one. Uh, but they, they have to, um, at this point in time, because you can't, you, the, the fact that unemployment is running out now too. Uh, I know a lot of people are, are, are really str struggling and, and worried about that. And I consider myself lucky that I still have a job, even though I am, I'm working from home and, and taking care of my kids at the same time. And it's, 
it's a whole lot, uh, for me. And I know that a lot of people out there have other things on top of it too. It's you're trying to take care of sick uh, loved ones or you yourself are sick and you're trying to get through your cancer treatments and, and all of these things while also still staying safe, uh, from the virus. Um, so all of that was one crazy long winded tangent to say it's a moving target. Like June 11th is the target that they are currently projecting. That's what they're expecting right now. Um, there is a very good chance that it moves again. And, uh, and, and we should keep, keep the thought in our minds that that is a possibility so that when this happens again, you know, once we get to, uh, you know, February or March of next year and, and things are either looking like they haven't made a turn, um, you know, then they're going to probably start looking at it and, and moving things down the line. There's also a possibility that they move things again too, with, you know, looking in, uh, we're in October, uh, look at like December, January, if things still haven't really turned around, if theaters are really hurting, because that's, that's the other X factor here is movie theaters, um, are, uh, they're on life support, um, and, and excuse again, because I know that everybody is dealing with this in, in real terms. So excuse the term, but, um, they are on life support. They're trying to, uh, find ways. I I saw AMC now is letting you rent out the theater by yourself or with a group of no more than 20 people, a movie theater for a hundred bucks, um, because they, they want you to come in, um, and, and be safe. But at the same time, they need to find some ways to make money, um, much like restaurants are doing, you know, they're trying to find ways to operate at 25% capacity or outdoors, closing down the street or the parking lot in front of, of your restaurant so that you can put tables out there, um, and have everybody out in the, the, the fresh circulating air where they can distance a little bit more, um, rather than being in the, the close confines of, of a restaurant. So it's, um, guys, this is a, a Ghostbusters podcast and I've gone way off the deep end. I'm just gonna just take a, hold on one second. Kids, not until you're older. Um, so, uh, let's change the topic. New, new mood. Let's lighten the mood here. Uh, let's talk about merch because there has been a whole lot of merch stuff that's happening. Uh, there's actually a lot of video game stuff that's happening, which uh, Chris and I will get into after the, the, the Halloween, um, extravaganza that's coming up here. It's, it's really funny. We planned on, Monday being a celebration of Halloween, again, not thinking that there's going to be that much news. We're, it's Ghostbusters. Of course, there's going to be some sort of news. But uh, so on the video game front, which we can talk about uh, next time that Chris and I are together, uh, Fortnite is going to have some sort of Ghostbusters themed content. They have a barn uh, that has appeared on one of uh, the maps that has the Ectomobile under a tarp. Very cool. I, I don't know to what extent that, uh, content is going to be, maybe it's going to be skins. Maybe it's going to be, uh, levels. Um, you know, a lot of, of films have been doing tie-ins now. If you remember when rise of Skywalker came out, there was kind of like a preamble to the movie that, uh, was released on Fortnite. So everybody played through a level, uh, and then uh, emperor Palpatine showed up in the middle of, of the level. Um, so th- it, it's possible that that might tie into a new trailer or some sort of, of an event. It's possible that maybe the stuff that they had been filming the last few uh, weeks might tie into that as well. Maybe there's some sort of live action um, element to it. So stay tuned. Uh, Fortnite being the, the big juggernaut that it is, um, is uh, a, a good place to drop something. Um, and then for all of us that don't play the game, that's me. I don't really 
get Fortnite. I tried it. I got my ass kicked and I wasn't really into it. Um, but <laughs> I'm still working on trying to level up on Star Wars Squadrons so that I have some sort of competitive edge. Uh, but yeah, if, if you're really into Fortnite, that will be something that you can do. And then, um, you know, I'm sure that will be available to us, uh, on the flip side of that. We'll see videos of it or, or, or something to that effect. Um, and then the second part of this video game chat that we will talk about when Chris is here, cause he's the video game guy <laughs> is, uh, 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 rocket league, um, which, uh, had a ghostbuster skin for, uh, the Ecto one, I want to say it's been a, f- a few months ago, but at this point it seems like 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Time has no meaning anymore. I feel like we're in a weird purgatory. Uh, but yeah, so so Rocket League has got uh, some Ghostbusters uh, gifts that if you uh, play through the levels, you can get uh, for your for your cars or even full cars. They've got like a Slimer and a Stay Puft car that you can uh, be using. So if you're a, a Rocket League player, um, check that out. Uh, I think that actually is going live as you're probably listening to this or watching this on the YouTube channel. So, um, so check that out. Uh, and then in terms of merch, we talked kind of briefly about them because we had only seen photos and I think they were actually leaked photos. So we were not quite sure if, if we were supposed to be talking about them or not, but, uh, Reebok has a few limited edition sneakers that are coming out, uh, in celebration of, again, I would imagine in celebration of Ghostbusters afterlife's what would have been release, uh, but is now kind of coming up just for the holiday season. And uh, they're very cool. They have kind of a jumpsuit themed uh, um, sneaker. And then they also have, uh, it's like the bug stompers from aliens that they've rethemed uh, to be ghostbusters. So for those of you that didn't get your hands on, on the original uh, bug stompers when they came out for aliens, now you have your chance to get the ghostbusters versions of them. It's, it's very bizarre and kind of charming at the exact same time. Uh, so check, check those out if you haven't seen them because they're, they're really fun. And, and the real photos, because I think the ones that we saw were leaked and like prototypes or maybe sales models or something, but, uh, the actual versions have, I don't know, like, uh, uh, like a, a split loom thing down the, whatever the, the spine, your ankle is, uh, and then a couple of, you know, the, the red and blue tubes and, uh, those, you know, uh, quarter, quarter inch, uh, tubes that we all use in our proton packs being used on sneakers, uh, to which I saw on, somebody on social media was like, I am going to knock those things loose. The first time I wear those, those are going to look cool on a shelf as a sneaker collector, but I can't wear those. <laughs> they're not practical. Which, let's be honest, if you're getting these very expensive, I think they're like $200, $300 shoes, you're probably not going to wear them that often either. Um, Maybe if if you get the the flight suit ones, they look a little more rugged and maybe like they'll hold up, but they're still very expensive shoes. So um, I'm, I'm sure that people... People will purchase them, maybe wear them to one function or two functions, uh, and then they go back like into the sack that they come in <laughs> for for safekeeping uh, until until they can put them out on display or put them in like your your detoff or something. Uh, but uh, so so Reebok's got some cool merch, and uh, there has been a, a lot of of confectionaries. Where's Chris out there to make fun of the way that I say confectionaries? But. Um, we actually, uh, here at the Crossroad got a, a box of Brock's candy, uh, that was delivered, delivered to us. And we're going to find something to do because Brock's has this really cool, like AR game, uh, that is specifically a, a promotional tie-in for their candy and, and a competition that they're running, um, to get these candy catchers. So, um, you know, Brock's candy being the ones behind nerds, uh, one of my favorite, 
uh, uh, trick or treat items. I know a lot of people are kind of on the fence about nerds. I particularly, I love them. Um, but, uh, so we've, we've got those, we're going to find something cool to do, uh, with those here on, on the uh, podcast or on the YouTube channel. Maybe we'll do like another unboxing video. You guys can't see if, if you're listening to this, but I'm, I'm into the camera. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Uh, so I think that's everything. I think we're, I mean, we're, we're kind of like, I know that this is breaking news. I know that the movie moving to, to June is, is pretty, pretty major. And it seems like something that we should probably be talking for a hour, hour and a half about. But the thing is, if you go back and you listen to the last four or five episodes, Chris and I kind of knew this was coming. Um, and that is of no prior knowledge. That is of no insight. We have no sources, nothing to tell us that this was going to be happening. Uh, but it's just, we, I, I had that feeling, uh, when, when no time to die moved and all of the theaters started panicking, uh, particularly regal cinemas. Um, I, I had a feeling that something like this might be on the horizon. So it will be worth the wait. Um, I, I don't know how to tell every one of our listeners or viewers out there how much, uh, love and attention to detail and, just the the hearts that are in the right place on Ghostbusters Afterlife from the from the top to the bottom, you know, uh, from from Ivan and Jason Reitman and and Dan Aykroyd and the people that have been ushering this project through the pipeline uh, for thirty plus years now, um, they obviously have a lot invested in this and they want it to be something very special. Um, Jason Reitman has this reverence for the original film and for his dad as a filmmaker, and he's really pumping that into this film. Um, and the, the, the overwhelming enthusiasm, uh, that you hear out of anybody and everybody that has worked on this, uh, film, even as, as a day player or watching the, the scoring sessions, you know, just the, <laughs> the recording engineers that are working on this going, man, I am, I am a part of something very special right now. And, and that is, that's something rare. You know, uh, I, I know that it, if you watch any EPK, if you watch any entertainment tonight interview, every single movie, they always talk about how this is something special. We all came together and we were a family on set and I'm going to be really sad to see them go. It's the same like five or six talking points that you always hear or see, uh, with these films, Ghostbusters afterlife, uh, 100% is that, uh, that environment. It is that film. It is the, some, it is that special something, uh, that people are, are quickly realizing that they are maybe getting a once in a lifetime opportunity to even just put one fingerprint on or, or to, to pop into the background and be a day player on. And, and it's when that happens, you know, that something, uh, very, very cool and very meaningful and very, entertaining is, is on the way. So uh, those are the words that I would instill upon you to keep in mind, uh, as the wait is just that much longer for Ghostbusters afterlife. And, um, the other thing that I would kind of put in the back of your heads, like if you, if your spider sense needs to tingle about something else here, uh, they now have extra time. That also means that they've been filming stuff that we have no idea what they've been filming. I think they might have plans in the works to help us bridge the gap from now until June for, for the fans that are holding on to 
every photo on Jason Reitman's Instagram who are waiting with bated breath every time the Sony Pictures YouTube channel posts a new video and you're like, is it? No, it's not what I thought it was going to be. Um, for, for all of those people, I think that they've, they've got some, some plans lined up for us. So again, this is purely speculation. This is not based out of anything that I am aware of. Um, but I, I have a feeling that they know, they know that this weight is, is kind of excruciating for a very small select group of people, uh, being the fans, uh, for, for the wider, um, broader public they're probably not aware that the movie moved. They may have thought, Oh, was it supposed to come out in July of this year? I thought it was coming out next year all along. My parents being among those, they're like, Hey, whatever happened with that ghostbusters movie that was supposed to be coming out? Like they are not as tuned into this stuff as, as we all are. So, um, there is a strong possibility that they're working on stuff that's going to be specifically geared toward, toward us fans. And, and that's going to be really cool. And again, knowing how dialed in they are to, um, the original films and, and wanting to preserve kind of the surprise of stuff. I would also not be shocked if the next trailer doesn't really reveal much or, or whatever this thing is that they have planned. If they have anything planned for us in the first place, if it doesn't reveal much and that's okay. Like it's the, this whole, like I have a Christmas present. I don't know what it is. And now I don't get it until after Christmas. Now I get it in uh, Valentine's day. Wait, now you're going to hold on to it for my birthday. That anticipation is actually probably either helping or hurting the film, uh, helping in the sense that it's just like, Oh my God, the mystery box is there and I need to know what's inside of it. Uh, it might also hurt because it's like, maybe we're putting completely unrealistic expectations on this film now. And, uh, because it is that, that light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of us that we're all like, please be good. Please be awesome. Please entertain me. And then you go in and you're like, it was okay. And, and just it's okay. might end up being devastating for a lot of people. Uh, please reference 2016. Um, but (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what will happen if we all go into that movie and it's like, Oh, that was, that was fun. You know, that was was good. Uh, but I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I I'm, I'm saying this in jest. I don't think that's going to be the case, but, uh, at any rate. So, um, I've been talking myself blue in the face. Uh, this is what happens when Chris is not around. I talk for about a half hour all on my own. I, I haven't even, I took like three drinks of this. I'm Don't just wait gonna... another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Chris is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroads. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That'll do it. Thanks very much, Ray. put this on the table in front of me so this has been uh, a impromptu whiskey talk with troy I, I'm, I'm trying to make this a thing i don't think it's going to be a thing but, uh, um so stay tuned uh next week on the podcast monday uh, we're going to have our 
uh, annual D WGBI um, Halloween mixtape. It's got awesome greetings from all of you fans out there. Uh, Chris has been concocting this now for, he says not that long, but I know that he takes notes when he thinks of things like years in advance. So there's going to be some fun rarities, uh, some audio gems in there. So stay tuned. Uh, that's going to be uh, Monday. And then the following Monday, uh, we will be talking about all of the news that I just talked about. And then God willing, whatever happens between now and the next two weeks, uh, I have no idea. Um, and for everybody that's out there on the YouTube channel, um, I do want to point out, we do have the YouTube channel. Um, this, this podcast that you're listening to right now is also on the YouTube. Uh, we're doing video, uh, companions for all of these for, for most of them. I mean, we tried to do an Eagle Moss episode last week and my internet is, or was, it was awful. And so, uh, we were trying to like have a conversation build an Eagle Moss model. I was trying to troubleshoot the technical things that were happening. It was awful. It, it, it's If you go to the YouTube channel and you listen to or try to watch that episode, we just put a screen grab up there because it was like the only usable thing from the video that we had started doing. And we're like, you know what, just scrap the video. We're gonna just go with the audio. But uh, but we've, we've figured out all of those kinks and the next Eagle Moss build is gonna be a lot of fun because you're gonna have a split screen of Chris and myself talking to each other. And then we have our screens uh, below that are kind of like top down on our desks so you can see what we're working on. And, um, it's, it's kind of cool. It's, it's, we did our best with the audio only format for building the Eagle Moss models. But the more that we got into it, the more we realized like we're building this model and we're not talking about it because he and I are caught up in the conversation of, you know, talking about coming to America too, going to Amazon prime. Um, and we're not specifically talking about the, the process and showing you what, what goes into, uh, building this, this awesome Eagle Moss model. I'm just, I'm over the moon about it, especially last week when we started putting the the wheels onto the chassis and, and attaching the, the engine, it's like it's all starting to come together and you start to see what this thing is gonna be. So that's that's really cool. Um, so that is, uh, that's it. Thank you everybody for tuning in and uh, until next week where you will hear some awesome uh, Halloween themed content and a few familiar voices. We'll see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird.